Welcome to the Eating Cast. I am Chris. And I'm Vincent. And today we're joined by two good friends, Josh and Maddie. Welcome. Hi. Welcome. Thanks for having us. It has been a million years Hi. since I've seen you guys. I know. Well, two weeks two since weeks I've seen ago. you. Two weeks ago. Yeah. So, I haven't seen you in months, too. Yeah. Let's be real. <laughs> yeah, I know. He's the and one that doesn't guess. like reach out, though. I know. You know I, oh, we know. I know. <laughs> oh, does yeah, your phone yeah, stay yeah. dry? <laughs> yeah, dude, it's dry as a desert. <laughs> What's dry like the desert? My phone. Oh. <laughs> well, actually, no. There Other are people things. that reach out to me. <laughs> people do reach out to me. But you know who they are? Your mom and dad? No. Oh. Well, that, but you know who else? All these scam callers. Oh. They will never let you down. Yeah, they'll yeah. never let me down. Yeah. Never let me down. Would you like yeah. to reduce your student loans? Yeah. <laughs> Hi, you owe money to the IRS. <laughs> so stupid. But yeah. Um, besides that, yeah, my life is pretty dry right now. I'm not seeing anyone. I'm not talking to anyone. But that's you my heard own that choice. first, ladies. Yeah. <laughs> that's my, that's Available. <laughs> that's my own choice, though. I'm just choosing to focus on myself. I want to work on my character and just kind of focus on this whole podcast and like my career path and everything like that right now would you travel would you try to travel would i try to travel yeah i am actually actually put um in the books in i think now about a year two years from now that i'm gonna be going to japan oh shit. So that's one of my uh, goals tokyo wait 2020 2021 or 2022 oh, wow. mm-hmm. you're going to tokyo yeah you've been what? You've been? No, no. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. I would just love to go. <laughs> He's more cultured than me. Yeah. All right. Well, um, before we start, today we have some hummus as well as some falafels. Nice. Oh. From yeah. courtesy of Peter Ann. Where? Peter Ann okay. Oh, yeah. My fault. Not Peter Ann. Shorma Ann. Shorma Ann. Shorma Ann. Wow. Yeah. You're definitely get, yeah, not a getting a partnership. Uh, <laughs> there goes our sponsorship. <laughs> god damn it. No, because like my, my reasoning was because I was looking at the pita bread, uh-huh. and then that's why I said pita in. But uh, I meant to say shawarma in. Yes, shawarma. shawarma in is the bomb. If you haven't tried it, it is on what's that Lincoln mm-hmm. and Bryn Mawr. That's two closest intersections, I believe. Yeah, by the police station and next to Latin Bliss. For those of you that... And two blocks from my house. Yeah. <laughs> if y'all want to party. Yeah. We got Latin Bliss right over here. Wait, what's, what's Latin Bliss like? Oh my god, no. It's like no. we have like the like 40, thir- like 40 year olds like Latinos go. And, oh. Yeah. Yeah. Like in Maddie in like two like years. Two years. <laughs> <laughs> Basically. Oh man. We also yeah. have mimosas prepared too. Yes, mimosas. yes, I'm already turning red. Courtesies mm-hmm. of these two lovely people. Cheers. 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 All right. Mm. Okay, so let's start with Josh. Sure. Um, tell us a little bit about yourself. Sure. Who are you? <laughs> um, my name is Josh. Um, I know Vince and Chris through Galter Life Center where we work together. Um, I am a bartender on the weekends, and I also co-host my own podcast called Fear the Queer Podcast. Which is a really dope podcast if y'all aren't listening yet. Yes, that is a shameless plug. Please listen whenever you can. Um, and yeah, just like Chris, I've just been focusing on trying to make the podcast as great as possible. Mm-hmm. Well, obviously YouTube ends, but... <laughs> yeah. All right. And Maddie, um, a little bit about yourself, <laughs> who you are, where um, you plan to go, and who's your next sugar daddy? Oh my god! Okay, well I'm Maddie. Um, obviously we all used to work together at Galter before Chris abandoned us. Abandoned. <laughs> abandoned. I can't abandoned. 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 Abando
Abandoned. abandoned. Dude, okay, my tongue's getting in the way. <laughs> too, much, too much mimosas. Abandoned. You drank too much. Right? Abandoned. 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 There you go. Abandoned. Yeah, there you go. This is like what I was trying to learn how to say the word. And all the listeners are abandoning <laughs> us right now. <laughs> exactly. Oh, no. Um, we lost sponsors. The blue cloud going down. <laughs> no. But anyways, um, about myself. Yeah. Um... I don't know, just, you know, really wanting to, like, travel. That's always been my thing. Mm-hmm. Getting back on the workout grind now that my legs are functioning. Mm-hmm. You know? We'll bring that up in a sec. Oh. <laughs> That's a great story. Oh. I don't know um, all the stories, but I want to know. Okay. Um, I know the first one was a surgery, though. Yeah. But otherwise, yeah, living life. Living my best life. Trying to. So, you know? who's the next sugar daddy? My next sugar daddy? Shoot, I didn't even have an original one. <laughs> so, well, okay, who's going to be the sugar daddy? Um, I'm a, You have a perspective mem- person in mind. Who oh, you? A prospect. Well, I mean, besides me. Um, <laughs> I'm like, I don't know. Welcome to dig in, too. Well, I mean, you were technically went on a date with certain someone. Mm-hmm. But he was boring, you said, right? Oh, but he, how could he be my sugar daddy if he's my age? Does that work? Because he makes the most moolah. Oh. He's about to make moolah. I was like, you could have a sugar daddy who's younger than you. Yeah. Oh, so then I'd be the cougar. Yeah. I don't know. A sugar baby. I don't know. know. So, Josh, you just mentioned Fear the Queer Podcast. Yes. What is that about? So, Fear the Queer Podcast is a podcast that talks about... What? The table shifts. Oh, no, don't, don't punch much weight. It wasn't you. It was Maddie. Oh, Maddie. Wow. Calling me out. <laughs> Those are arms. So, Fear the Queer Podcast is a podcast that talks about everything on our gay agendas, basically talking about everything that queer people go through, <laughs> queer, like queer topics, um, or just viewing the world through a queer point of view, basically. Yeah. yeah. I actually recently learned that most of the teens in Chicago that are homeless mm-hmm. are from LGBTQ communities. I'm not surprised by that. I didn't... Wait, I really? Didn't know that. Yeah. Yeah, because... After they, t- what the guy told me who like works with the associations and stuff, mm-hmm. he said that most times after these kids come out, mm-hmm. the parents disown them, which is unfortunate and sad in this day and age, um, especially in Chicago, which is like a very liberal bubble. Yeah, yeah, that's so um, crazy. But I'm I'm sure there are still people who are like that out there. Yeah, yeah, that's nuts. Holy shit. Mm-hmm. I mean, I knew somebody who, technically, they're out now, but I mean, it took them a while to be out and proud for a while because they were still afraid of what their parents were going to think of even though like again we live in chicago it's 2019 and things like that so yeah i can i can see how that's still yeah prevalent unfortunately what uh you don't mind me asking what do you mm-hmm. what, are, what is your identity then or how do you identify oh is that the proper um, question yeah um well i'm a i definitely consider myself a cisgender man um who is queer and likes to express himself through feminine I, I don't know, through femininity, and I don't really know if I consider myself technically, like, a Korean-American, mm. but we'll get into that in just a second here. Yeah. <laughs> Was, that, that's a spicy topic that yeah. we'll talk about. Yeah. Oh, now. <clears throat> oh, no, no not, 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 not in general, in general. In general okay. No. Um, but yeah, I definitely consider myself, oh, because I've only been out for, like, four years now. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Which is weird, because I didn't know any of you at that point, mm-hmm. I don't think. No. I don't think I knew you either. Well, if we did know each other, it's not like we were friends. Right, that's true. <laughs> <laughs> you know, it's crazy because, like, when I first wanted you guys to come on, we were going to talk mm-hmm. about, like, being part of a, the minority group in Chicago. Mm-hmm. But recently, I th- I don't know if this was real or fake, but I think Lady Gaga tweeted that now the people of the LGBT community is the majority. 
in the United States? Uh, I I guess. Am I wrong? I, I don't know. It depends. Make that up in your head. Pull up the yeah. tweet. Let's see <laughs> it. Right, just like Lady Gaga, where are you coming from? I can see where she's coming from in the sense of maybe gender expression, because mm-hmm. I feel like we have a lot of people now who are able to express themselves, whether it be cisgender, transgender, or non-binary. Mm-hmm. Certainly. Um, in terms of sexuality, like gay, lesbian, transgender, I definitely would consider us still the minority, at least mm-hmm. in my mm-hmm. opinions. I'm surrounded by three straight people right now, actually. <laughs> that's fair. Are you intimidated? Yeah. I saw somewhere <laughs> on Facebook, but yeah. yeah. Um, I mean, but that's what I. Do. I mean, I kind of would hope that maybe one day, especially with gender expression, that it becomes way more neutral mm-hmm. all across the board, like traditional patriarchy of. Yeah. Masculine versus feminine just blends together into yeah. this really. Cute I mean, I feel like as a community, as, oh whoa, that was weird. The mimosas um, are hitting. Yeah, <laughs> they are hitting. Um, but See, as you a guys community, were talking smack about me. <laughs> my my voice just went a little high pitched. That was it. Okay. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, yeah, my um, inner little boy came out. Um, but yeah, I feel like Chicago, though there's a lot of we're liberal and everything like that. Mm-hmm. There's a lot more, I guess, like policies to enforce like acceptance yeah of um you know of trans like the lgbtq community mm-hmm. and i think that's like um at least in my eyes that's a good start yeah right because that's making the populace more aware of it mm-hmm. and as they're more aware of it they'll be a little bit more hopefully a little bit more opening and a little bit more accepting of it yeah because i know a big thing that i experienced personally um i'm not sure if there's a good topic to talk about but um when i was at Galter mm-hmm. one night I was working with our good friend uh, Lauren oh I was just like who <laughs> no I was working with our good friend Lauren um, okay and a lot of women came out of the women's locker room and mm-hmm. to exp- like to sh- express like kind of like their thoughts and opinions on a said person who was really uh, transgender yeah okay I was there for that okay yeah Oh, I'm sure. Yeah, they were like, you can't do this, this is not right, and everything like that. I'm like... Well, actually, Illinois actually has a law where they cannot discriminate against someone who expresses their identity, which is a great Illinois law. Yeah. Um, that is not the case in Iowa, I don't think. Mm. Um, yeah, I mean, it's interesting. I feel like Illinois is very progressive in a lot of ways. Um, Illinois is actually one of the five states that forces um, queer history to be taught in schools now. Which oh, I think is cool. all, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, which I think is going to be really great for educational purposes, like all and, levels, or yeah, okay, yeah, That's it's going to awesome. just be taught like as a part of American history. Nice. I mean, it is American history. Queer yeah. history is American history, so yeah. that's why. Did it start here? In Illinois, yeah, or not Illinois, but like um, in general in the U.S. Oh, like, like the, the, laws. the yeah. The, the I thought you meant queer history. I'm just like I don't think so. <laughs> no, I'm just not that. The yeah. Breeding ground. Yeah, yeah. The breeding ground of Galter Life Center is where it all started. Oh god. Um, I don't know actually. I just know it's one of the first five states. Okay. So, which I think is great. Mm-hmm. That's awesome. Mm-hmm. I mean, we have a good um, like, I feel like neighborhood dedicated. You know how each neighborhood has like Korean Town, Jamie Town. I think mm-hmm. for. For Chicago's Boys Town, right? Yeah, mm-hmm. and that's on. It's one of the biggest gay neighborhoods. Allstate Addison. Mm-hmm. And it's moving up. Yeah, I mean, I think it's actually in Anderson now too. Anderson. Yeah, Andersonville yeah. is also very queer friendly. Yeah. Um. Yeah, it is. I mean, it's great because uh, what's great about Boys Town is that one, a lot of people from all different types of culture come mm-hmm. to hang out there, and everyone's 
accepted there. Mm-hmm. Um, and also just as like a great safe place for people to go, even if they don't feel comfortable, yeah. Yeah. you know. Um, and I, I remember my first gay bar moment. It was here, oh. actually. Yeah. I went to Roscoe's with my friend mm. and they were just like, oh my gosh, this is first night out. Like, be okay. Like, I hope he's going to be okay and everything like that. <laughs> and I was like, oh my God, this is great. <laughs> you know, from coming yeah. from Iowa, from those small bars yeah. to here, you know. Did you, for you, did you feel like you needed, like, a safe community um, growing up, like, when you found out your identity? Did, um, you, did you feel attacked in certain ways or, like, you know what I mean? Yeah, I mean, I definitely was, I mean, people definitely commented on me being a gay in high school, even though I wasn't out yet. Yeah. And people just be like, are you sure? Like, are you are you sure you're not gay and things like that? <laughs> um, yeah, like a little sassy, like, side. <laughs> Um, Are you sure you're not? Yeah, right. <laughs> you're throwing a lot of sass right I know, now, sir. I know. Um, it wasn't until I moved here, actually, yeah. um, when I came out. And that's okay. because I was surrounded by a whole bunch of queer people, and I felt safe enough to actually do it. Mm-hmm. So okay. I definitely think that, yes, Chicago is a great place to, I don't know, yeah. surround yourself with Like-minded comfort. people. Mm-hmm. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay, that's pretty awesome. And minorities in general, mm-hmm. you know. Like, the fact that I'm hanging out with, like, all people of color right here right at home like that's not really a thing yeah i'm usually the token one <laughs> yeah. yeah no person of color. Not today maddie's a token one yeah. <laughs> but it's okay Maddie. why because she's the girl <gasps> that too yeah, 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 yeah yeah the coolest yeah the coolest <laughs> coolest this is yes Matt, do you so your ethnicity you're mexican right no, I'm Guatemalan and oh, Salvadorian. Shit. I didn't know that. Yup. <laughs> wow, wait to like judge. <laughs> Assume. Damn, we put a label on her already. We're not Mexican. <laughs> well, I knew you were Guatemalan. What was the other? I didn't know you were Salvadorian. 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 That's right. Wait, so what's the umbrella term? Hispanic. Um, like so Latino, but like um, or Latinx, Central. Or, like yeah. I'm from like Central America. Like well, my you know my nationalities and everything. Yeah. But. Yeah. My cousin's from Ecuador, actually. What? Yeah. I have Central American cousins. Actually, no, you're right. I do have some friends that are Chinese. Well, you're full Chinese, right? I don't know. Oh. I never take. I've never taken the test. Mm. We talked about that last time, and I was like, I don't want the government to clone me. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Oh sure. Yeah. (laughs) Specifically, Chris. Yeah. 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 Just like you know what? This seems like a stand-up guy. I want to do that. I have a stand-up guy. <laughs> do you feel like minorities never really do, like, the 23 test? Or well, first of all, it's expensive. Yeah. But well, like, no, it was on sale. I think it's, like, on Father's it's, uh, 40, de- $40 right now. <laughs> oh, yay. Yeah. No, but um, I say no because, one, they don't trust it. They're yeah. Just, they're, they, I feel like minorities, specifically mine, um, mm-hmm. my parents, like, they're like, no, why do you got to do that? You got to be careful. You got to be close to home. Like, you don't need to... Uh, spend money on that bullshit because we know uh-huh. we're Chinese, uh-huh. right? Uh-huh. So they're like stubborn too, right? But culturally, yes, I'm Chinese, but through my G- DNA, it clearly says otherwise. Yeah, yeah. But I don't actually want to assume that I am full 100 percent Chinese just because of the fact that my grandfather was born in the Philippines, mm-hmm. and then um, his dad or my great grandfather brought him back to China. Mm. So we have roots there, mm-hmm. which could just be just cause, you know, but who knows. Mm. And knowing like the history of like at least um, South Asia or uh, yeah, like Southern Asia and everything like that. There's been a lot of like um, turmoil in terms of like just 
external conflict and um, external influence. Yeah. Right? Like, there's a lot of... I think the Portuguese got a piece of the land there. The British definitely got a piece of the land there. Um, I'm not... The, yeah, definitely the French, I believe, too. Really? So yeah. you could be, like, all... So I could be, like, a whole bunch of mixed, yeah. like, Europeans. Yeah. Were you guys and both born with, here? Yeah. yeah, I was. So we're first generation born here, but second generation in America. Because yeah. our parents born? were yeah. first generation. In Park Ridge. Park Ridge. Lutheran General Hospital, what up? Were you all born in Chicago, mm-hmm. too? Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. Wait, you're in Iowa. No, I was born in Korea. Oh, okay, let's, let's dive into it. Yeah. Yeah, yeah that's, what, that's what I want to talk wow. about. That. You didn't know that? No. I knew yeah. that. Yeah, I was born in South Korea. North or South? North. <laughs> yeah. oh so I don't think I'd be here if that's I was North. Every, that's what everyone... You'd be so working the farmland. Like, that's the first right. joke everyone fucking goes to. North oh, or South? Well, it's funny because, like, other Asians will joke about that and everything like that, but, like, anyone else is just like, no, but really, are you North Korea? Yeah, right? <laughs> just like, yes, yeah, clearly. <laughs> no, I was born in South Korea. Mm. Um, I My mom was a single mom who mm. had three <laughs> brothers before me, so I was kind of like an accident. And she had an affair with a married man, apparently. Oh. And so he didn't want anything to do with it. She couldn't afford me, so she put me up for adoption. So you're, you're the son of the man with the affair? Yes. Okay. Yes, that is my birth father. Wait, so, how'd you know this info? Um, the adoption agency told my adopted parents. Uh-huh. Yeah. Okay. And so I was in a foster home for nine months, I think. Yep. And so then, when you were, like, literally like a baby. Mm-hmm. Holy cow. Yeah. And then um, I was adopted and moved to Iowa. And my parents actually had adopted a girl from South Korea six years before that. Um, I six years before that? Mm-hmm. Oh shit! I can't okay. remember what her backstory was, unfortunately. But they did DNA testing, and it turns out we're actually blood related. What? Mm-hmm. Yeah, somehow we're literally like second, third cousins or something oh, like that. Oh shit! Mm-hmm. <laughs> that makes sense though, just because like the whole culture in like Asia. Oh, I know. Like everyone's, everyone's like somehow everyone knows each other. Yeah. <laughs> Everyone knows each other and everyone's somehow related. Right. It's like crazy. There's like six last names in South Korea. Yeah, like Danny Pretty much. Yeah. yeah, basically. So, yeah. <laughs> so she's like, oh shit. <laughs> we should go sometime. <laughs> um, but yeah, and then I grew up in Iowa for most of my life and I moved to Chicago in 2015. So Wait, so how old are you when you're adopt- your basic parents? Adopted? Yeah, my parents. Uh, my parents adopted me when I was nine months old. Okay, okay. Yeah. I love your mom. She's so cute. Yeah. <laughs> you can add her on Snapchat. <laughs> she has Snapchat and I don't. <laughs> was it hard? So would you say you were pretty much whitewashed in a sense then? Oh, yeah. For yeah. sure. Like, that's why when I said, like, I don't know if I consider myself Korean American mm-hmm. because, like, obviously I am Korean, like, in my <clears throat> DNA. Externally. Yeah, in my appearance, yes. Yeah. But in terms of internal for, like, personality, things like that, I would say I'm just American at best yeah. Yeah. So, like, that's actually really interesting because like um i know because a lot of primarily like a lot of korean kids did get adopted mm-hmm. during that time frame right in like yeah, the like 90s 80, early 80s, 80s, 90s, 80s, yeah. 90s yeah a lot of korean kids did get adopted mm-hmm. into like american families and i do know a lot of um those korean fam uh, those korean kids mm-hmm and the Korean fam, um, I guess the birth parents, mm-hmm. they wanted to reconnect. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh. So I was just wondering, like, it, in your opinion, or mm-hmm. in, you know, in your mind, you know, regardless of what the, um, what's that, the adoption agency said to your parents and mm-hmm. then what they relate to you, would you be open to kind of like go and visit your birth mother and birth father? Um, I never really think about it. If that makes yeah. sense, like, I never really consider like. Oh, you know, like, I need to, like, seek them out or something yeah. like that. But, like, if they seek you out, though. 
if they wanted to seek you out. If they seek me out, I don't know if I would actually take them on. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's mostly just because... What's the point? You have the parents right. that you have. Right. It's just like, I have the parents I have. I had a great, like, upbringing and things like that. Mm-hmm. And I don't know if it would I would necessarily gain anything out of it. Um, yeah. And I've never really actively tried. My sister never really actively tried mm-hmm. either. Mm-hmm. And nothing against our birth parents, obviously. But it's just like, eh. Mm-hmm. Like, what's the point? Mm-hmm. You know? You think for, like, a, like an... Uh, just like I mean, coming out of that situation, mm-hmm. they have like a little. They can get gain a little closure that they know that their at least their offspring was okay and they're doing well. Um, I guess. Um, if they wanted to, I feel yeah. like I maybe would just communicate through the agency to them. Then, mm-hmm. if that's the case, to like kind of protect yeah. like both parties. Um, but actually, I mean, for the first I think year or so, my parents were actually sending photos to the adoption agency. Oh wow! Yeah, like. From my home life and I, they did that for my sister too because I think it's actually required so they could just reference that if they want to yeah <laughs> you're like yeah look at your baby yeah, I'm, like, I'm sure I'm yeah that like, oh my god he's got such a good life like he's doing great yeah. so oh, right. he has a loving family like right she has three know? kids of her own you know right. that's hopefully you are gonna take care of her yeah. right yeah you know you never know you never know Maddie were you adopted too or no um, so I was Maddie adopted. <laughs> grew up in Park Ridge. Um, so that's kind of like what made me, I guess, like whitewashed mm. per se. Like for a Latina, yeah, definitely. Um, I mean, I definitely like my Latina friends always tell me that I'm white. Um, I mean, I mean, I am called the coconut of the group. The coconut. <laughs> yeah. So white we're called banana. <laughs> We're called a banana, and they're called a coconut. Yeah. That's cute. (laughs) (laughs) Like, especially, like, when I went to Puerto Rico with my friends, and they're like, and I'm like, oh, you ask for me. Because, like, I I can speak Spanish, but it's definitely not, like, up to what, like, my other friends who grew up speaking it constantly and needing Mm -hmm. to know it. Mm -hmm. Um, I definitely understand it and can write it and read it better than I can speak it. Um... But, yeah, I grew up with, you know, four other siblings. I mean, they are older than me. They all know how to kind of at least communicate, get their way with, you know, speaking Spanish. Mm-hmm. I probably would say that I'm the best out of all of us. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and that speak it? Yeah. Oh, okay. Wow. Um, my oldest <laughs> wow. sister can kind of, you know, really speak it, like, pretty well or definitely understand it. My, Were you taught by your family? What? Were you taught by your family? Um, more like... Just taught in the hood, dude. What do you mean? <laughs> on the street. No yeah. <laughs> Honestly, I think I started, like, my first boyfriend, like, was Latino. So mm. I think I kind of learned more a little bit with him. But, like, yes, I was definitely taught by my family and growing up. Um, but I think dating him made me, like, learn a little more. <laughs> About yourself. Um, Did you ever meet his parents? Yeah. Did they, mm-hmm. like, look down on you because you weren't cultured so to like they just kind of knew like oh she wasn't like you know raised the way that like he was raised yeah yeah Mm. you know so he wasn't taken to raves when he was six years old (laughs) wow interesting Hmm. interesting i mean i guess well and it's funny too because like we always say like oh we're like white on the inside and things Mm. like that when really it's just we're americanized yeah but it's funny how it's like categorized as white white people yeah yeah I, I do feel like that's uh-huh. just because it's like you heard it here, folks. You <laughs> God, and I'm dating one. 
Me too. Well, well no, you're, you're not dating, dating one. Oh, yeah. You're engaged, you're engaged to one. Engaged to one. Oh. There's a difference. All right. Colonize the um, colonizer. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> that, he's on that. You both are on that boat. <laughs> right. Colonizing the colonizers. Exactly. But, um, yeah, so, like, I guess in that sense, like, um, from your upbringing to, like, kind of, like, coming out here, coming to Chicago, mm-hmm. um, you clearly were able to kind of fully express your, like, innermost feelings. Yeah. Right? And, and express who you actually are. Right. So, how did your, um, how did your parents feel in terms of, like, um, when you first came out? Um, well, do you guys want to hear my coming out story? Because it's yeah. kind of dramatic. <laughs> if, you're, if, you're, if, you're, if you're okay with it. Oh, of course. Yeah, it's a yeah. funny story. Yeah, it's a good yeah. one. Oh, the funny story. Okay. Yeah. So, <laughs> so I moved to Chicago in yeah. August of 2015. Mm-hmm. And I told my parents in April 2016. Because at that point, I knew I was gay. Um, and I was just like, okay, well, I'm going to go back home to Iowa. I'm going to plan it out. I'm going to sit them down, tell them. I knew that they were going to be okay with it. So I wasn't, like, too worried about it. Just more of, like... Get it over with. Just get out. Yeah. yeah. Um, so we, I go home and I spend the entire weekend with them and I was planning on doing it at dinner, like uh-huh. at my favorite restaurant with them and things like that. Just kind of talk Ooh, it over with them. Mm-hmm. Juicy. Yeah. So for listeners who do not know, I have a very severe nut allergy. <laughs> yes. Yeah. <laughs> I can see where it's going. Right yeah. So we're having dinner and everything like that. And I was just like, okay, I know it's probably going to come up soon. I'm like drinking my margarita. It was at a Mexican restaurant. So I was like, okay, so got to get ready. Got to be prepared and everything. And as I'm thinking this, my dad looks at me. He's just like, are you okay? I'm just like, yeah, I'm fine. I was just like, it's just kind of hot in here. And he's just like, no, you have hives all over you. I'm just like, what? And I turn to the mirror and I'm covered like oh, head to toe in hives. I was like. Oh my god. And in that moment I felt like my lips starting to get numb and my tongues, you know, oh, and everything no. like that. I was just like, oh shit, I'm having an allergic reaction. <laughs> Do you I'm, know what gave you the hives? Um, apparently they put like peanut sauce in like the enchiladas or something like that. Oh. I, I know. Something tricky That's like so that. So weird. I know. So we leave we the restaurant. We don't rest- do that. Yeah, we leave the <laughs> restaurant. And we're like sprinting to the hospital. I'm just like, well fuck, I have to tell them because I'm leaving tomorrow. Mm-hmm. <laughs> So we're in the ER, and I'm already, like, I've had two margaritas at that point, so I'm kind of lit. And they stick you with ibuprofen, or not ibuprofen, what is it? IV. Um, an IV with uh, Benadryl. Okay. And so, like, Benadryl, alcohol, like, my <laughs> head was rushing. I was just, like, laying there, just like... <laughs> yeah, you mm, Yeah. <laughs> and I was just laying there, and my parents were sitting next to me, and I'm just like... <sighs> so, guys, I gotta tell you something. <laughs> I like boys. <laughs> and my mom was like, what? And I was like, yep, I like men. <laughs> I'm allergic to nuts, but yeah. not all nuts. But not all <laughs> Oh, my God. Exactly. And my mom was just like, okay. And I'm just like, is that okay with you guys? She's just like, well, yeah, but why are you telling us right now? <laughs> like, in front of, like, all these doctors. But it's like... I just needed to. And then, like, I fell asleep. <laughs> and next morning, I just woke up, like, completely recovered. And they are just like, was that your plan to do that? <laughs> it's like, yeah. well, not in that way. But, yes, it was. Yeah. I was going to tell you that night. But yeah. <laughs> so, Unfortunate events yeah. took place. So, basically, I came out to them in an emergency room full of Bened- Benadryl. Yeah. And I knew they were going to be okay with it. Um, my dad is, like, the most down-to-earth, chill guy and. My mom, she was raised um, Catholic, and so I was kind of nervous about that aspect of the family, but no one mm. has been upset about it whatsoever. So 
How about the rest of your family? Um, I've actually never really told them officially. Oh. Like, I told my two sisters and my parents, but I never actually told my extended family because... Does it matter? Yeah, it doesn't matter. Yeah. And also, it's just like you're constantly going to have to come out of the closet then, you know what I mean? Mm. And it's just like, you have the same storytelling over and over again, and, mm. you know, so... At this point, they can just go look at your Insta. Right? And like, oh. It's like a transformation night and day with that. <laughs> it's like, oh my. Yeah. Oh, so, wow. Um, Our cousin? Yeah. Really? <laughs> yeah. I do not. Wait, so what's the difference between, like, saying you're gay and you're queer? Well, queer is just more like an umbrella term. Mm-hmm. Like, queer just means not heterosexual. Okay. So you can be, like, gender non-binary. That's considered you as a queer person. Um, mm-hmm. You can also just identify as queer, just meaning that, like... You don't know? You don't know. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it could be questioning. It could be curious. It could be anything. And I know a lot of people, a long time ago, used to think queer was, like, a really derogatory word. But it's been reclaimed as a way of, like, saying, like, we're just not heterosexual. Yeah. You know, in the traditional terms. Yeah. So. Um, and I actually kind of prefer calling myself queer, because that way it doesn't limit yourself to, like, a certain label. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Which is kind of the point of, like, what queerness is supposed to do. So. Mm-hmm. It's yeah. going to give you the freedom to experiment. Mm-hmm. That's good. Yeah. Because like, I'm his girlfriend. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, you could be, like, a cisgender woman who does drag. Yeah. Like all and, the yeah, and that's considered self part of the queer community. Mm-hmm. You know, it's interesting. Yeah, it's just you know so many different examples and things like that. And mm-hmm. that's I think I like that we're heading towards using that phrase more commonly. So mm-hmm. yeah. Mm. What was I gonna say? I forgot. <laughs> <laughs> well, I do have a something that I want to kind of like bring up. So it's like um yes, you went to you obviously went to school for um film yes and. Performance, I'm assuming. Um, well, film editing. Just film editing? Yeah. Okay. And I remember briefly... It's for her videos. Oh. <laughs> her music videos. What, what music Why videos? are you so obsessed <laughs> with me? Oh my god. I didn't know she was a singer. <laughs> I didn't know that. Catch my TikToks coming soon. Oh just kidding. God. I'm just kidding. Oh. I hate TikTok with a passion. Yeah. Really? I know, Dude, I like, love watching them. I think it's because I grew up with, we grew up with Vines. Oh my god. And then replace Vine. And then TikTok's just like these kids. I'm like, what are you doing? You're like reacting to another person's video. I'm like, what? I know. It's not, it'll never replace Vine in my heart. Yeah. <laughs> but, I mean. I grew whatever. up with, like, 08 MySpace. Zynga. <laughs> yeah. Zynga. Live journal. <laughs> photo <Yeah>. bucket. <laughs> oh, yeah, photo bucket. Dude, I wish I knew my password. To like, your old MySpace profile? No, oh. to, like, my old photo bucket. Is it still around? You can still go on the website, but I was really? trying to guess my password for the longest, and then I don't know the email <laughs> anymore. Like, I know the email, I just don't know the password to that email. Right. Oh, got you, got you. Yeah. yeah. Interesting. Sorry, what were you saying, Chris? So what I was saying was, um, so I remember, you know, so we're, we're in uh, film editing, mm-hmm. right? And I remember, briefly, we were going over kind of like a little bit about kind of what you were doing at Galter. Mm-hmm. And I remember you were talking about your your script. Yes. So it's funny because Fear the Queer podcast um, originally actually was supposed to be a web series that we were producing called Fear the Queer like, web series. Mm-hmm. And it was funny because my friend Kyle, who's actually the creative genius behind it, um, he was the other half of Fear the Queer podcast, he had a concept of the show for a long time. And at the time when he invited me on, I was going through, like, a bad breakup. 
And so he's just like, well, why don't you get your creative juices flowing? She knows. Um, I think like, I'm aware. Hmm? I'm aware. Yeah, you're aware too. Um, and we're he, just does, like, he has no idea. Yeah, we'll tell you afterwards. That's <laughs> how Josh and I became friends. It is, actually. We became friends through my breakup. Okay. Yes. Kind of uh, funny. Yeah. Um, so anyway, we... What was I saying? Oh, yeah. Um, so he had a whole script prepared of, like, this, like, web series that he wanted to produce and things like that. Mm-hmm. We were getting it all ready, but web series are so expensive. Mm-hmm. Like, the idea of, like, having to, like, shoot, edit, like, go on location, like, all mm-hmm. that stuff... We're just like, mm, we're poor starving artists here as it is. So we transformed it into a podcast. Mm-hmm. And that's where I went from there. And I still have all the old scripts of the web series. Are you going to like go back to it though? Um, maybe. Eventually. Mm-hmm. It's kind of funny because what Kyle wrote out is almost predicting word for word of what exactly happened to us in our personal lives. Oh, wow. Because like my character um, started the podcast and everything like that with him. And then he got a boyfriend and moved in with him and everything like that, which is what's happening with me. His character starts to become bigger and bigger throughout, like, the art community, which is happening right now because he has an art um, display coming out soon. Oh, so man. it's kind of just like he's just... So predicting. he needs to keep writing, essentially, so we can know the rest of your lives. Right, exactly. <laughs> That's pretty wild. He kills me off. <laughs> no, <shit. laughs> no, Josh. He got me in to, like, make my, uh, lots of money. Yeah. <laughs> So That's kind of pretty crazy. crazy. Yeah, it was really cool. Um, but again, and we had like, we were like getting really close to like, we had like storyboards ready. We had the script lined out. We had people in mind of who we wanted to cast and everything. Mm. But feasibly, it was just not in the works at the mm-hmm. time. So, but it okay. is what it is. Yeah. yeah. So, I mean, I guess like with that, it's like, um, and your kind of video editing background. It's mm-hmm. like. It helps you... with our podcast a lot, actually. Yeah. Are you guys going to put. Are you guys on film yet or no? No. Um, we have never thought about it. We're actually thinking about maybe doing a live show soon, which mm-hmm. I will invite you all to. Yes. Um, yeah. Ooh. Um, be like the live applause. Yeah. <laughs> applause. Oh, like, yeah, I was going to say, they'll have a sign up. Like. <laughs> that would be awesome. Say yeah. boo. Ooh. Yeah. <laughs> oh. Be shocked. <gasps> <gasps> so, yeah. Just get um, a soundboard at that point. <laughs> like a little keyboard. Yeah. <laughs> Um, but we're, yeah, we're kind of trying to expand more of, like, interactive, like, audience experiences mm-hmm. with our podcast. podcast. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. That's what we're, I'm trying to do, too. Like, <clears throat> what we're trying to do, like, on the Instagram, like, asking these polls, questions, just, like, interact with the audience. Yeah. We're because, trying to. Yeah. It's key. It's key. Yeah. yeah. I mean, ask her. She's like the Instagram queen. Oh, I know. Everybody tells me that. Like, my friends are like, why didn't you ever go into marketing? Or like, why didn't, like, you know, like, I need a social media job is what I really need. (laughs) Then why would you have one? Yeah, there's a bunch. Like, yesterday my siblings literally told me, like, you use us to bring your social media. And I'm like, well, I got to tag my sister because she has a lot of followers. (laughs) You don't actually love us. (laughs) You're just using us. But, like, I mean, I just, like, I like social media. I can really figure it out. And, mm-hmm. I mean, yeah. yeah. What did you go to school for? Um, education. I, like, about my senior year realized teaching was not for me. But you still went to um, Did you teach, though? So I was doing, like, my, cl- like, um, like, my student teaching, essentially. Like, I was in the classroom and everything. And I was like, heck no, change this. Like, mm-hmm. it's not for me. And I mean, originally I was doing for early childhood education, like kindergarten, like preschool. Um, So it's like, you know, I wasn't signing up to change people's diapers, you know. (laughs) I mean, I have, you know, three, soon four nephews. And 
I mean, I they're they're family. Those are my babies. You know, like I don't mind changing their diapers. Right. But like complete strangers. Yeah. <laughs> yeah no. Um, but and I think it just wasn't for me as I was like figuring it out and going each day. You know, doing the like set being there at seven in the morning till like you know three in the afternoon. And you're like not a morning person. I hello. I'm a more. I'm an opener. I was gonna say she opened that four for you. Yeah. Right okay. <laughs> Um, I did too. But, but I was always late until yes, you abandoned us. Yeah. <laughs> I'm sorry. It's okay. We but yeah, then I like one of my professors was like, "Oh, have you ever heard of like child development?" Like, and we had to take child development cl- courses, and I was like, "Oh, I didn't know that you could actually do something more with that." And so that's what I ended up. You know, I did my victory lap five years of college. You know, um, it's okay. and I was seven. <laughs> Were you really? Yeah. And I spent two years in a community college, just because like, I was trying to figure out what I was doing, what I wanted to do. Well, that's like Connie who thought you dropped out. Oh yeah. <laughs> Wait, what? One of our coworkers thought I dropped out of college. <laughs> oh my god. Like, no. Because <laughs> he told her like, what? You only took like a few years. Like... Yeah, I, I was only in college for three years, and she's like, oh, and then you quit. I'm like, no. <laughs> <laughs> no, I graduated in three years. What yeah. do you mean? I'm an A-plus student. Yeah, I switched on over to child development with an emphasis on infant development. Mm -hmm. So essentially, I'm the perfect mom if anybody is, you know. Anybody's looking. (laughs) If not the perfect mom, the perfect nanny. Yeah. She's the Mary Poppins of Chicago. (laughs) Actually, surprisingly, nannies make big bucks. No, I know. I do it on the side. It's my side hustle. Really? Yeah. yeah. But probably your, it's your nephews, though, right? Well, I haven't babysat my nephews in, since this year mm-hmm. because I wanted to have more hours at work. Um, but now it's like I work half days, some days at work. So then I do go pick up kids after school and I'm with them until their parents get home or something. So there's like apparently a, a thing where you're like a 24 hour nanny. Really? For these quote unquote like very well off families. Mm-hmm. And your job is to literally take care of the kids. And help educate them, especially if they're early on, so they don't go to preschool or anything like that. And then after preschool age hits and they're mm-hmm. of age to go to like boarding school, they'll mm-hmm. go to boarding school. Wow. Wow. That's a lot of work. There's like, I mean, I nanny through like, you know, knowing like my sister's friends or like, you know, my sister, mm-hmm. um, but, um, or people from Galter. But there's somebody, I, I definitely have like nanny through an agency now. Um, for what I, like, don't have any of, like, the other people that I typically nanny for. And there's literally a mom that wants somebody on call. So you're, you get paid regardless, but, like, when she calls you, like, hey, I need you to come, you need to you go. Be there. 2 a.m. Yeah. I need you here now. But, like, they, no, oh. but they give you a window. It'll be like, oh, you're on call from 10 p.m. to, like, 5 a.m. And if oh. you don't get, if she doesn't need you, you still get paid. You oh, know? nice. Yeah. That's not bad. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's perfect. Perfect for the night owl. Are you doing that right now? You said, is that what you said? You doing that? Nanning. The twenty four hour. Thing? I'm not. Oh, no, I have. I haven't like signed up to be like. So how do person. how do I how do I get on, in on that? And it, um, I would be late to everything. <laughs> no, I'll be on time to that. I'm a night person. There's no traffic. Oh, fair. Yeah. But yeah, I love nannying. Like, I mean, you meet a bunch of different pe- parents. You know, that can eventually help you. And um, I just thought of something. You know. hmm. Um, considering the fact that you were talking about, like, we're, like, whitewashed or whatever like mm-hmm. that, like, when and if you have kids, are you gonna, like, 
keep them in with like a nanny so my family grew up with um having essentially i guess the term yeah nanny mm-hmm. but that's um, because both your parents were professional people. yes uh, but you know one other thing about like people always ask, like have asked me like oh were your parents not around i honestly can't remember Why? because like you know they think like pa- doctors are always working Trauma. and whatever yeah. but like let it out yeah i, I feel like we're my here. parents were there you know, we went on family vacations. Mm-hmm. We did holidays. My parents they were there at night. Like, I mean, I remember my mom leaving me, like, do, you know, making me breakfast in the morning. You know, there's oatmeal in the aga. There's, you know, aga. grab that. It's like this, like, you know, oven that's, like, from Europe. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, and then... That goes to show how bougie she is. No. And then... I have an aga. We, they're, <laughs> they're so cool. I have aga. But <laughs> we don't have one now. Um... But then, yeah, and then well, her, like, leaving me a ovens. note, you know, telling me, like, hey, there's this for dinner, heat it up for this amount of time, and then, like, she, her being home, like, in two hours or something. Yeah. Or, like, I'd be going, my brother would be driving us to swim practice, we'd get home, and she'd be there. Um, it, just seems like your, it just seems like your household was, like, fast-paced and almost. Yeah. 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 It was, it was, like, we were like, always on like, the move, we yeah. were always in activities, but, like, we did have... Um, you know, a nanny, essentially. She's actually on The Next Generation. She helps my sister take care of my nephews now. Mm. Um, so That's pretty awesome. Yeah. I mean, as we got older, my I believe my parents got, I wouldn't say rid of her, but like, you know, kind oh of, God. you know. <laughs> we don't need you no more. Hair she, out obviously, she's been in our life forever. I mean, I want to say my parents, you know, phased her out as my oldest sister. We're 10 years apart, but, you mm-hmm. know, there's four older siblings. Yeah. So... My oldest sister, I think we phased out our nanny when she went away to college. No, you know, no. oh, I was so in she college. Was like young. And she's been around since I was born. Um, she still hangs out with you guys? Yeah, she, I mean, we invited her to our Thanksgiving, but she had her own thing. Um, I mean, she did come by Thursday, like, you know, Thanksgiving morning because we do like a little walk and everything. But otherwise, yeah, she takes care of my nephews now three days a week. Oh, wow. Um, so she's really involved in our family. Mm-hmm. Um, my, like, siblings have, you know, asked her to, like, because she also, like, is a really, like, you know, she's almost like, I guess nanny's, you know, clean, too. Mm-hmm. So she's really good at cleaning houses. So, mm-hmm. like, they'd be like, oh. She's your nephew. When we, we, when we didn't have any of the nephews, we use, we would ask her to, like, clean, like, the houses. You know, like, hey, like, we're having a big event. Would you want to come the clean? houses. No. <laughs> The houses. Not like, we, not like houses. I mean like my siblings' houses. Yeah. Not just like, like it's not like we owned multiple. That would be I don't know nanny. Yeah. <laughs> You're renting. Let's make that clear. <laughs> You're renting. Do you have um mom and dad? You live with both? Um my parents are divorced. Okay. Um and then so yeah, so my mom They divorced lived, later on in life though, correct? Yeah. Yeah. They were like separated like while I was like in high school and everything. Did yeah. that affect you in any way? No, I was going, I was, I went away, (laughs) not like that, I was, you know, getting ready to go to college, I was like that person who's like, let me peace out, (laughs) you know? Did you know it though? Like, did you kind of an idea? I think I was like kind of naive to it. Oh, really? I think I was like too young and I, I think even to this day, I think that I'm very like not in the know of what is going on. Mm Mm-hmm. Um, but at the same time, like, my sister's made a point. Like, she's like, we all have our own stuff going on in our lives. Mm-hmm. We have our own anxiety. We have our own, you know, there's no reason for us to know what's business is still going on with our parents. Mm-hmm. You know, 
because that's, that's going to affect us as well. And it shouldn't. So, like, we have our own problems, our own lives, you know, that they deal with their own thing and we deal with our own thing. Mm-hmm. Is that, like, a lat- Latina, Latino thing? No, I think it's an American thing. Yeah. Because mm. most Latino families, they're actually really family-oriented. That's what I'm saying, yeah. So, whatever happens, happens, and everyone in the family knows about it. Mm-hmm. Sorry, I'm talking about eating. <laughs> I'm sorry for all you listeners and That's viewers okay. that are snacking. I know Josh is being a skinny legend and not eating. <laughs> to be fair, I had a huge breakfast before this. I forgot. I know you're what, no, I forgot that we were eating on this because I was so excited for the mimosas. <laughs> yeah. Well, with mimosas, I'm, oh, I'm a snacker, yeah. so I'm always down to snack. So, like, would you can like would you marry within your culture? Myself. Mm-hmm. Um, Ooh. it's tricky because I'm not. Depends on the net worth. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. This girl. Yeah. Net no. worth and assets. Mm-hmm. Brains or bronze. Dude, after my experience, I'm all Neither, about. Neither. All about money. No, I'm about like awesome personality. Like you mm-hmm. could, I'm like a lot to handle. I feel like as it is because I'm just like so out there. That, I mean, <laughs> Chris is naughty. <laughs> That's why it took me, like, you know, six months to uh, hang out again with you. <laughs> Excuse oh. me? I'm kidding, I'm kidding, I'm kidding, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. Out. Wow. I'm kidding. Wow. I'm kidding. Um, I just think I have, like, re- yeah, really big personality. Like, I'm really outgoing. That I need, like, I'm all about, like, you know, opposites attract because I would almost need someone to, like, kind of, like, I wouldn't say bring me down because that sounds so, Mellow like, you bad. out. Yeah. Yeah. But, like... You know, also want to almost still enjoy the things that I like to do and everything. and I, But I definitely need someone who's going to make me laugh and will accept my obnoxious laugh. <laughs> As you laugh obnoxiously. Yeah. You know, like, I will laugh at my own jokes before I can even spit them out. <laughs> like the subtitles. Miss sentence. Yeah. You know? Oh like, but I don't, I'm not restricting myself to, like, just my culture or anything. Like, I mean... I have a, you know, I guess not type, but there's definitely, like, what friends have said, like, oh, this is your type. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you do have a type. Which is? Gingers. <laughs> but this is the thing. I'm very into, like, whatever of, is opposite of me. Like, I would almost, like, want to see, like, what our babies would come out to look like. You know, I'm all about the science experiment. <laughs> uh, she's just like she's just so like, she would have me. 10 babies no before choosing the right person no 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 Man, definitely she, not yeah. that how many kids would you want like two or I'd be one, if they were twins one and done there you go yep hello what, I'm what, getting what turned into Violet from Willy Wonka do you not what? see how little I am Violet oh, you know when she blows up into a blueberry that's blueberry? gonna be me she turns yeah. into a blueberry yeah, yeah. Where they have the Oompa Loompas so are long. rolling her out. That's going to so be cute. We're just roll her it. down the hallway and <laughs> she's coming to hospital. <laughs> a little did you know, that's actually how they harvest more blueberries. <laughs> but yeah, like, I mean, I guess I'm attracted to a white male who has, you know, reddish-orange hair. I, I definitely am someone for who has some height to them. I'm little. Yeah. You know? This well, is your height? Five. Like, five one with a bun. <laughs> yeah, five one with a bun. <laughs> 411 without a bun. <laughs> That's a high bun. <laughs> yeah, did you see her hair? Super long. Well, now I cut it, so yeah. it's not as okay, long. Okay, so now she's five feet with a bun. Yeah. yeah. 
How tall so then, what, what is my type? Would you guys say? Because I know I talk to you guys a lot about my personal life. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> no, but I think you've always shown that you've been interested in someone who's like Asian. Petite. Um, yes. Yeah. Um, someone who like I feel like. I feel like I don't know really know what your type is, but I know what your role is in the relationship. What's my role? You want to save them. I feel like you want to be the caregiver. You want to be like the one who's just like, come with me and I'll show but you the world. But you know who wants to save them. Like, right. there's an issue. Like, they have like somewhat of an issue. That's why you pick toxic ones, bro. He wants to save them. Because your your natural instinct is to be that savior. Mm-hmm. So then you are naturally attracted to those people who need or help. damaged. Or damaged. <laughs> I enjoy damaged goods. <laughs> and, then get my, get, and then getting my heart broken. <laughs> and then dip setting on them. What's that thing called in Japanese culture where that you just dip gold to fix like broken vase? Like it's not ugly. No, but the new the, gold. the new generation is sticking ramen. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. Off, yeah. It. that's crazy. That's creative. The amount of things that thing has fixed. That's not real, dude. Okay, try it. <laughs> yeah, let's report try it. back. Try it with your relationships. Speaking yeah. of which, Chris, you need a refill. <laughs> yes. More. Yes. You don't get the the red flush like they do. I do not, but it, I think it's because it's the white in me. <laughs> the white in him is overpowering. Banana, the coconut. Yeah. yeah. So I have a question for you guys. Yes. Like Go ahead. in terms of Asian cultures, like accepting queer people, what is your like, I guess history with that and things? Oh, I hate you. No, oh, yeah. <laughs> no. Wait, I don't. Um. Want so okay. personally, like, I feel like the at least. Our generation, the younger generation, the mm-hmm. ones that were born here and raised in that, like, um, I guess, the freedom of, like, to ex- experience life mm-hmm. um, with our parents. Mm-hmm. We, oh my god, that's a lot of mess. <laughs> Dude, because I was breaking my falafel into pieces. You're telling a really interesting story. Yeah, <laughs> Sorry. I, my OCD kicked Or my ADD and o- my ADD slash I, see, OCD See, this is why your dates in. probably failed because you're like, wow, she made wow, a mess. Wow, she's disgusting. Yeah, yeah, when over here, you when over here, I, I break my food into pieces. Like, Josh makes fun of me when I cut my hamburgers into Oh, she cuts her hamburgers in half. It's oh. so cute. <laughs> but is that like one of those like big juicy ones that's oh. like a McDonald's? Because thing. I'm trying to be ladylike and not make a mess and have things all over me. Like, I got a built-in shelf here. <laughs> yeah, you can rest the burgers in Yeah, yeah like, I, I got one too right here. Mm-hmm. But yeah, Chris um, has the biggest boobs out of all of us. <laughs> what can I say? I aim to please the woman. Yes. So anyway, what? But yeah, so our generation that was born in America, mm-hmm. right? We're more exposed to that culture and the American culture and more freely able to kind of experience life for what it is. Yeah. Unlike our parents who pretty much had to kind of like, in a sense, struggle and literally work their asses off day in, day in and day out mm-hmm. just to provide a living for us and to establish some type of like foundation so that right. we can like do what we Something want you can to fall do. back on. Exactly, yeah. exactly. So because of that, I feel like we are more open, right? Just because we're more we're more easily exposed to like certain cultures. Mm-hmm. Are you saying like we, as in like your like our age? Yes, our age. Yeah. Okay. yeah, millennials. Yeah, millennials, mm-hmm. or even us. Just we are millennials. 
Are we the millennials? Yes, we oh, okay. are. I, I, <laughs> my I thought we were the other one. Oh, wait, there's oh Z. Okay, yeah, 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 yeah. tell me. You're such okay. a millennial, always recording everything on your phone. <laughs> I read, too, that apparently we're the most adaptable culture because we're the ones who grew up when the internet actually first started. Yeah. 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 And when we had cell phone, bricks as cell phones. Right. We and had to adapt that, to that. <laughs> and, before, <laughs> and before any of that existed, we were very creative in terms of like oh let's do this let's do that let's right, hide like, and seek here and there right yeah. ghost oh. in the graveyard <laughs> oh my Woo! God. So we call that dead man oh yeah but your question was like i guess as like asians in chicago yeah. like so do you know any other queer yeah. asians or anything queer. i, know I do know a few okay. other Andy ones Kim. yes he's a, a cambodian he's cambodian yeah okay. he's cambodian and he's um I'm gonna top off he works with a the community a lot, and he actually messaged me. He's like, "How did I not know that? Oh you yeah, were, you were on the radar because like, oh really? Because he he's trying to like you know find the community. You yeah, know? so he's a storyteller. Yeah, he's a storyteller. So in our last episode, he or previous episodes, he someone just added me on Instagram who I think it might actually be him. Bodmi Chronicles. He also yes, has, he has a yes. podcast. Yes, yeah. okay, yeah. Um, and he is basically a storyteller, and he truly believes that, um, when you your story should not die with you in your course. Like, yeah. if you have a story, share it because mm-hmm. you want to be, you don't know that that story's going to help someone else. So he's a great oh, that's cute. Yeah, he's I like no, that it, saying. That's, yeah. that's actually really deep. Yeah. And that's kind of what really it's actually... sat with us for a while. It's, yeah, it's sad with us and I still feel like it does sit with us just because of the fact that that quote, right, that he kind of said, like, mm-hmm. it really stuck with us and it really kind of, I feel like it drove us even more to actually, like, want to have everyone on right yeah. Like yeah you guys as well as like all of our prior yeah. um i've been guests. asking to be on since the beginning <laughs> <laughs> you were on our list i swear you, you, you like, were on our list. i was like since they were like we're making a podcast i'm like i want to be on i remember that one i remember that one. <laughs> uh, but because shout out to randy for that because like when he said that it definitely helped us redefine our mission almost because in the yeah. beginning we were just like we're Gonna focus on bridging artists, bridging the community via dialogue. And mm-hmm. then um, when he said that, we were like, you know what? I think everyone has a story. So if they can come on, if they could educate the audience, if they could share their experiences, why not? Yeah, because mm-hmm. it's gonna help others to come. You know? yeah. I mean, yeah, when you say situation. experiences, like, I, I mean, my friends know I grew up in Park Ridge, you know, a middle class white suburb of Chicago. Um, <laughs> We I moved into the city in high school. Oh, I definitely okay. like. There's some movie, and I remember seeing it in film studies, and I was like, and it like really spoke to me. And I wish I knew like what the movie to this. Can you remember you know, what happened in it? It was just like a bunch of cultures, and like you know, uh, like I'm gonna figure it out. Yeah. But like, I remember like thinking like, oh my gosh, like this. It's almost kind of like I need to be open more to like what's around me because, you know, I was now immersed in the city. I was seeing people like who didn't, you know, come from, you know, what I came from. And you can see Josh. I know. I'm thinking. I'm just like, hmm. He's like, I can pinpoint five movies. What was it about? Or like, what was like, was like interwoven stories with different people? Uh, Sense8. Sense8. No, that's like no, a series. No, that's a series oh. on Netflix. Is it, is it Babel? I don't know. Babel would be a you, good one. When are you in high school? Hello, we're yeah, the same age. It was pretty recent. Oh, I know, but this is like, uh, like the last I graduated like 09. Oh, it might have been Babel, but I don't but know. But regardless, like, I mean, it just really like made me like, 
be aware, you know, mm-hmm. um, of being like with all the cultures around me. I mean, my first city friend is, you know, a Latina and she became my friend because nobody else wanted to, you know, I mean, not that I like, you know, sad story, but it was just like, I came from, you know, a school that, you know, had really good athletes, had the money for it, you know, and here I am like, who's this girl walking in who like, you know, is better than everybody in like swimming, you know, Mm -hmm. that was my sport. Mm -hmm. I used to practice with the Northside College prep kids because I had a coach, my off season coach was there. Yeah. And I was like, well, I'm in the city and this team sucks, <laughs> you know? Yeah. And so I would swim with them. Mm-hmm. But my friend was like, you know, she seems cool. Like, why aren't we friends with her? And I mean, to this day, I'm still friends with her. I was with her last night and mm. I was at her wedding. You know, it's just, mm. yeah, we now have more than 10 years of friendship. Yeah. So, and I was telling her, I'm like, oh my God, you're my first friend <laughs> in oh the city, you know? Quality over, that's quality over quantity yeah. for sure uh-huh. you know i mean it's definitely different because like i think i've even talked to them like we do every two weeks where with my latina friends we do tea time where we literally have a tea set out and we make tea and you know i know there's like the whole memes of like ooh, spill the tea yeah. you know which we kind of do but it's more like of us just like getting together and like catching up you know a week ago like our friend was here from new york she's a news reporter oh, so wow. we got to see her and just all hang out That's awesome but like Wait, news report, what's her name? Joanna Hernandez. Joanna <laughs> Hernandez. Yeah. Mm. Channel twelve, New York. <laughs> you know. Fox. But um Sponsor us, Joanna. <laughs> <laughs> Get us on Fox. But like we all talked about it because they always ask me, they're like, Maddie, like, you know, how are things going with like, you know, not to sound bad, but like how are go- how are things going with your white friends? You know? Because to them, like We've all been friends forever, but I wouldn't say that in our group of friends, there's anybody that's white who, except for me, that they want to say is white. Sure. But, like, and I'll tell them, I'll be like, what? Who's seen your house? (laughs) Or your mom's house. Isn't it it great? I love it. Oh, my mom's. This is nuts. Oh, I know. I walked in, I was like, this is beautiful. (laughs) Yeah, it's a nice house. But anyway. But, like, yeah, I mean telling them like everything like of like they'll be like oh what's going on i'm like oh they're mad at me because of this or you know it's you know they're it's it's such a different vibe i don't know if you guys ever feel it like if you know if you have your friends of like you know your culture or like get it and like i don't know to me like i've told them like i'm like you know we've all been friends for like more than 10 years now you they've never given me like crap for like going away for college and then you know like not being around or like you know i have you know, I was a lifeguard in the summers at the beach, like, that I had lifeguard friends, mm-hmm. you know, like, that I'd be hanging out with them or, like, work friends, you know? But I always felt like a few of, like, my college friends were like, oh, you're not hanging out with us or, you know, something like that. And it'd be like, but I don't get that negativity from, like, the friends that have been now. there, you know? Yeah. I feel like that's just because, like, like uh, not to be mean to you, those friends, but, like, they're just shallow, right? They need the acceptance and kind of, like, the notice of everyone around them to gain, like... Yeah. Some type of recognition. Right. And I, I think like that's, like, what's has... different in cultures. Like, I don't know. I feel like, at least with myself, like, I feel mm-hmm. with my Latina friends, like, they're going to be there for me no matter what. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm not saying that, like, my white friends wouldn't, you know, but especially, like, after this year with, like, me being in the boot twice. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know? About that. So what happened? <laughs> so the first time I was in a boot, I had a biopsy, yeah, yeah, done because... 
I had a uh, skin color pigmentation show up, so they removed that on my foot. Um, so that, I was in the boot just to kind of help heal because I couldn't put my foot in a shoe. Um, then we fast forward to July. Um, I was carrying a box into my apartment. And if you guys have been to my apartment, it's like five steps. <laughs> I haven't been in it, but I've seen it. Yeah, um, literally five stairs. It's five stairs. And so I was carrying it, and I don't know, like, I was wearing Sperry's. It's not like I was even, I remember my mom, my mom was really like, low profile yeah, my mom's like, what shoes are you wearing? I'm like, I wasn't wearing flip-flops or anything. <laughs> I was wearing Sperry's. <laughs> <laughs> and, like, I literally was holding a box, and I don't know what happened. Maybe I thought, like, I was done with the stairs, but, like, I fell, and my ankle rolled. Like, Ooh. I remember it, like, rolled that my body went over. <laughs> And I remember I was on the ground, like, <gasps> like, you know, like, I don't even know if I can get up, oh, <laughs> you know, gosh. and I literally couldn't get up. Like, my Apple Watch was my life alert, oh. <laughs> like, the millennial life alert. Right oh, here. My God. <laughs> if I'm that is not, I can't get up. <laughs> if that's not the most truest saying in the world, I don't know what is. Right. <laughs> but literally, because my phone wasn't nearby. Yeah. And so, wait, so does that it connects to your phone yeah you so I was able to call off of this and literally like I called the last person who was like on which was like luckily like our family nanny like I literally like she had just dropped me off because I had like gotten boxes from her and she like just like she had ju- she now lives two blocks from me mm-hmm. so she like just literally drove back around the corner. I luckily did not lock my apartment yeah. door yet. Yeah. And so she came busting in. And my friends, we were all having a beach day. So my other friend was on her way to come pick me up. And I was like, she was like, Be there no. soon. Yeah. And I was like, and I texted her back off my watch like, I fell. And like, the last thing before that, I was telling her like, okay, cool, I'm going to pack a lunch. So she thinks like, in her mind, she envisioned like, oh, she tripped and her salad went up in the air. <laughs> like, you know, like... Nothing, you know, nothing crazy. And then she's like, okay, she's not responding. So she busts into my apartment. And, like, she sees, like, that they're, like, I'm trying to stand up. And I'm, like, crying, like, because it hurt so bad. Yeah, like, yeah. I couldn't put any weight on it. Mm-hmm. And, like, as, like, I would calm down. And then, like, I'd retell this, like, she, like, my, my brother would call me back because I tried to call him. And I'd, like, break down crying. Like, my mom would call me back because n- nobody knows how to answer their phones these days. <laughs> That's true. And so, I mean, at this point, like, my brother was like, dude, you need to go to the ER. Like, if you can't, like, stand up, like, go to the ER. So, like, my friend drove me to the ER. My mom met me up. And, like, I had a grade three sprain. So, which is, like, you know, the worst you can have. Um, That's when all your ligaments in your foot get hyperextended. Oh. And. And It's all, like, loosey-goosey. Yeah. I thought I broke that thing. (laughs) Like, you know, like, I was like, oh, my God. Um. And I was on crutches. I mean, I ditched those things fast because yeah. I was over it. <laughs> so how did you get your other boot? So after I was in the crutches, then to be able to like help walk, to have support, was um, the boot. Mm. And then I was like having one crutch with the boot, and then I ditched the crutches all in general. And I was just walking in the boot mm. to help it. Um, because 
I think at that point, I couldn't even slip my foot into, like, a shoe yet. Damn. Like, even now, like, I think last night I tried to put my, my foot into, like, a heeled booty, and I couldn't do it. Mm. So, I mean, this happened July, and it's still, like, I can't wear he- anything heeled yet. Yeah. You know, I'm little. Like, I'm yeah. trying to, like, stunt. <laughs> I actually have a very similar story to that, actually. Um, but it wasn't, like, in that situation. I happened to be at um, EDC New York at the time. Ooh. And I was lit. <laughs> and I was just trying to follow follow the group. And there was like this little power bar, right? It's about like six inches high. Or that protects like your power lines and everything like that. Yeah. And I just like rolled my ankle on it. Oh. And it was a really bad one. I, I felt a pop. Oh. And oh. I felt everything just kind of shift one way. Yeah. And they're like, oh shit, what the hell? And I was on my other, on my, I was on my right leg, which was the good leg. And then I, I tried to walk on my left leg. Mm-hmm. I was like, oh shit, I can't move. I can't walk. Like, it, I, I had no support in that leg. Oh, weird. And I was like, oh shit. And then luckily my buddy noticed that I fell. And then he picked me up and then brought me to the, what you call it? The medical tent? No, not to the medical tent. To my cousin. Oh. Who then pretty much proceeded to just like I got you I'll fix your ankle it's probably just like um dislocated or whatever did he pop it back in yeah oh, <laughs> oh my god so he just like yanked it like three four times and then I heard a, I felt and heard like a snap crackle and pop okay Rice Krispies <laughs> <laughs> yeah pretty much I was oh like that god. and then I was like oh my god it was, it was in like so much pain and then like I just took all the alcohol that everyone was carrying and I just drank all that and then I tied, I, luckily I had high tops, so it had some support. Yeah. And then I just tied it as tight as I could. Mm-hmm. And But you were just bouncing around on one foot. <laughs> no, I was actually fine. Oh, no, wow. see, and I probably elongated but my It was, it healing. was the, yeah, definitely. It, 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 it. Extended the healing process yeah. for me. So, too. No exactly. ma- so no matter what, just get back up when you're down. No, because like exactly. I literally like it was like a week and a half later, and I was like, well, I gotta go to Lala. <laughs> like Priorities. I know, but I literally wore my air cast to like Lala. Like I was sitting most of the time. I one day I literally thought of bringing my crutches because, but then I was like, oh, it's gonna be so annoying. But then I saw people with their crutches, their scooters, and I'm like, man, I could have done it. But you should have got a scooter. Yeah. Yeah, my mom asked me if I wanted one, and I was like, no, I don't want one. But she was ready to buy me one. Mm-hmm. Um, what I could have And then, <laughs> yeah, I went to Puerto Rico, and I hiked the rainforest, and game over. My ankle was broken again. <laughs> like, yeah. you know, I mean, That's not literally right. broken, but, like, it was hanging by a thread <laughs> right, at that right. point. Oh, no, yeah. That's what happened to my foot. Because when I got back to the, um, the hotel that night, I took my shoe off. Mm-hmm. And when I, t- when I took the compression off, like, mm-hmm. legit, the rush of blood going to my foot was so unbearable. I was like, dude, this is, like, uh, crazy. Yeah. And then your foot looks like a monster yeah. foot. Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> it was swollen as fuck, the, like, after that. But it was worse the day after because I, 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 I sucked it up because everyone wanted to go and walk downtown. I was like, fuck it. Let's walk downtown. Three hours into the walk, I was like, dude, I swear to God, my heel feels like it's got the biggest, like, um, what do you call it, uh, blister in the world. Mm-hmm. And I was like, yo, can we stop by, like, freaking McDonald's real quick? I just need to take my shoe off to see what's going on, because I feel like I, I got the biggest blister in the, on my heel. Mm-hmm. Took off my shoe. Keep, keep in mind, before the walk, my foot was just, like, um, light purple and red. 
Yeah. After that three hours of walking, my foot was legit like a very deep dark purple. Oh. The entire foot. Yeah. Nope. Nope. <laughs> At that point, I, I thought I'd like had to get it amputated or something. No, no, yeah, 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 yeah. At that point, I went past denial mm-hmm. and wait. I went straight into acceptance. Like, oh yeah, I moved my foot. <laughs> and then everyone around me was like, "Oh my god, oh my god!" They were all panicking worse than I was. I was like, "Why are you all panicking, dude?" Okay, I have a question. So, since we were like, he while well, he was talking about his little EDC little rave, you know, do you guys because not like do you guys know the stereotype like? Asians are all into EDM and raves. Not true. You know, There's that's at least large. what I've like. You know, well, you also gotta remember, heard, you know, the Asian trains that try to get through you. Yeah. Well, I don't know why. I don't know why that is. Well, I, okay, I'm, I'm gonna be honest. That is true. There are Asian trains, but I will tell you this: not all Asians are actually into EDM. The reason why you feel like there's a lot is because just in general there is we a lot of We outpopulate you. Exactly. <laughs> oh, you damn. I know, I'm down. So a lot of people assume like, oh yeah, Asian people are the minority. No, we're actually the majority. That's true. I mean, we your make country up, alone. <laughs> our country alone makes up like a third of the population. Yeah. <laughs> Maddie's like, what? What? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, but I'm talking about like when you go to festivals and everything. That's you why see you see, Asians. yeah, you see yeah. a lot of Asians because we make up majority of the population. So you're obviously going to see a lot more of us. But with that in mind, not all of us do listen to EDM. And well, also. you two do. Us two do. <laughs> We're the majority. Yeah. <laughs> Josh is getting into it. I will try it. I will dabble in it. We'll He'll save dabble. that for another but, topic. Yeah, but uh, so it's. We're past time, but we're oh, gonna wrap up. Um, oh, you gotta. Yeah. Uh, so let's set. let's. Uh, Josh, Maddie, what advice would you like to leave our listeners? We that you've learned today. in your own life lifetime. Um, fuck traditional patriarchal expectations. Mm-hmm. Like I would just say, live up to whatever you feel is comfortable. If you and this doesn't even necessarily have to be about queerness. Like, if you don't want to get married, you don't have to get fucking married. If you don't want kids, you don't have to get fucking kids. If you want to express yourself through, you know, more feminine things, more masculine things, whatever you want to do, fuck it. You have one life to live. What Do whatever makes you happy. As long as you're not hurting anyone else, like, don't have to live up to these expectations that society tells you to. Okay. And the freer you are, weirdly enough, I feel like the more you actually get to know yourself in the long run. Yeah. That's good. And kind then. of like going off of what you said, like I know, <laughs> get a nanny. <laughs> <laughs> no, to be like I don't want to sound like so cliche, but like live your best life, like, you yeah. know, because honestly, like this is the one life you have. Like I know there's people who are like you know take care of your health and do this. I'm that person that's like live in the moment, live in your memories. Like I'm trying so hard to not be on my phone so much when I'm at concerts and everything mm-hmm. because. Dude, first of all, you're giving a free show to everybody. You know, they would have gotten a ticket if they wanted to go. Right. You know, like, I think embrace everything. Do what you, like Josh said, do what you want to do because, you know, being judge-free, like, that's kind of like what I'm trying to do. Like, I get so much crap for, like, you know, going to all these raves now, especially as we're older. But, like, reality is, is, like, this is not when we can afford it. (laughs) And, I mean... Music makes me so happy, and just that, like, you two know, like, how that festival and music mm-hmm. EDM world is. It's therapeutic. And yes, yeah. and it, it, to me, has made me so happy this, like, last year and a half, 
and it's like your own little culture yeah exactly it it's is it's still mind-boggling that she's only been in it for like a year and a half really i retired i was like I've, only about like lala and all that stuff like because like, i've the been first... in it for like the last eight years mm-hmm. yeah that's yeah. crazy actually yeah, another thing i forgot to learn or i forgot to mention which i will say now um being a whitewashed minority like in terms of race and everything like that growing up i was like i don't really have a culture because i can't really fit in with like American white kids, they can't really fit in with, like, traditionally, like, raised Asian kids and things like that. You can. Well, you can, but you know what I mean. Like, you don't, like, get the same sense of, mm-hmm. like, community. But as I just, like, I think queer community actually has helped me find my footing in a lot of ways of, like, this is what I consider myself my identity. That's awesome. Yeah. Shout yeah. out to that community. Yes. And I think, you know, at travel if you can. Like, yes. like I said, live in the moment. That's, like, I think the best thing that you can kind of do at this time. And if you're young, I don't know, like... Right now, I don't have kids, so that's like, do you? That's one of our very first conversations was just like about your travel and how you got that little airplane tattoo on your like, ankle or yeah. foot. Was that on the foot? Or yeah, ankle? I have it on my it ankle. Fell off when she fell. <laughs> no, I have an airplane tattoo on my ankle oh, just because like it motivates me that like I have a goal of my own that's like hit fifty states before you're fifty. It's not that hard. Oh wow! But we have a year left. You know. Don't let the haters bring you down. That's Um, another thing. Any shameless plugs? Uh, Fear the Queer Podcast, I guess. Um, Please follow us on Fear the Queer Podcast. Again, we're a podcast that talks about everything on our gay agenda. So where can we find you? Uh, You can find us on Instagram, Facebook. You can like us on Spotify, SoundCloud, and Apple Podcasts. Um, All you have to do is type in Fear the Queer Podcast, and you'll find us, because weirdly enough, that is not a very common name. I thought it would be. I don't know. You can just follow me on my Insta because I'm just like a social, you know, person anyway. She's like a you'll social wa- butterfly. You'll want so to see what I'm up to. Oh, yeah. What is my <laughs> Insta name? Oh, my goodness. I'm I think sorry. broken ankle lady. Oh, yeah. I, I, no, my al- that's my alter ego. Yeah. Oh, no. My Twitter is really great, too, if you really need a good, like, you know, laugh of the day. But my Insta is... You know, my handle is M A D D underscore O H. Mad O. Mad O. So she's a Mad O. Yeah, exactly. All right. Great. Thank you for having us. Yeah, of course. That was awesome. It was our pleasure to have you guys on. We had a very, in my opinion, very amazing conversation. Yeah. And make sure y'all want us back. Yeah. (laughs) Season three, y'all. Have have people review and rate so that they know that they like you guys here. Oh, yeah. That's another thing, too. People don't do this very often. Rate and subscribe because. How the hell are we going to know what to talk about if you don't let us know? Exactly. Yeah. Rate, subscribe, leave a comment. Mm-hmm. Um, you can definitely leave topics that we can talk about as well if you all want to. And with that said, I just want to thank, or actually want to yes. plug in our stuff too. Yes. Um, so the Eating Cast, we're on Facebook. Uh, the, we have a Facebook page, we're on Instagram, mm-hmm. YouTube, Apple Podcasts, and Spotify. Definitely check those out. Um, whatever platform you guys are on, um, hit that follow, like, rate, review, all that good stuff. It just helps us kind of direct our podcast and yeah. uh, kind of improves our the, our quality of content. Yeah. And with that said, for our viewers and listeners, we just want to thank you guys for coming on and listening to us and dining with us. And for our guests, thank you guys hey. for coming on. Thank you. <laughs> and to follow everyone, us. <laughs> we will catch you on the next one. Take Bye-bye. care.